Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Happy Wednesday. Um, happy President's Day. Yay. <laughs> um, I don't know if we care about that, but I do actually have off of work tomorrow because of it. So Tomorrow? Yeah. Um, so when we're recording is, um, you know, the it's the week before, so... I had off on Friday Are you, when you're listening to this. <laughs> you really don't have to go to work tomorrow? Yeah, I I'm don't. sorry. Savannah just told me this and did not. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. Um, Dina, also, she gets Monday off for President's Day, and yeah. I don't get any freaking days off for President's Day. Yeah, most people don't. Well, so. that's so stupid that all my friends are off and I have to work. Well, that's yeah, dumb. But see, the problem is that nobody else is off, so I'm just going to be by myself. <laughs> chilling better Which, than being at work yeah i mean it's good <laughs> but it's like um i guess i'm just gonna have some alone time you know man i would kill for that yeah <laughs> man it'll be a good day that's so unfair wow well um welcome to the show um yeah rate and review us on apple Podcasts and spotify mm-hmm. um i have a little life update Ooh, um okay. so if you've been listening to the podcast since I don't even remember when. I'm just going to go ahead and say day one because it's been for a long time. But anyway, if you're a real OG, you know that one thing that I have wanted for so long, so long in my life is a Nintendo Switch. And there used to be a a portion of the show where I would update if I got a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. No, I remember you (laughs) doing that. It might have. I feel like we might have started talking about it. It was definitely in the summer. It was definitely in the summer. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. It was a while ago. It was a long time ago. Um, and I have an update now that as of two days ago, I now have a Nintendo Switch. Yay! Yay! I'm so excited. It's so much fun. It is so much fun. Right now, I don't know if you've ever heard of it. I am obsessed with the game called Inside. It is so fun. Ooh, it's so hard. I've, yeah, I've definitely heard of it, but I don't have it. It's so fun. It's like on sale for a dollar. So I was like, I'm going to buy it. And I I need to get it. (laughs) You have to. It's so fun. And me and Dina literally played Mario Kart for hours yesterday. (laughs) Um, The only complaint I have is that so we decided to go like half seas on the switch um, for now. And you can only have one freaking Animal Crossing account. Oh, yeah. So we have to share and we have to share an island, but it's fine. I think you can have multiple characters on there, though, right? Um, I don't know. Because I think I have a person on um, Adriana's Island. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, we'll have to check that out. We didn't yeah. really didn't play that much of that game yet. But yeah. Fun. Anyways, I'm not... This is not sponsored by Nintendo Switch. Um, please, I wish it was. <laughs> right. Um, I do love it, so that's my... And I also, yes, I did get the Animal Crossing one. Okay, actually, before we move on, I just have to tell you the magical story of how I found my Switch, okay? We were just in Target, chilling, and Rob was just like, let's just go, let's just go buy the Switches, you know? I don't know. Let's just go. Mm-hmm. You know how it is in Target. You just find things you don't really need. Right. And the whole case was empty, but I could see, like, something in the back, and it kind of looked like the Animal Crossing box, and I was like, what is that? So I, like, look, and I could tell that it was, but it was, like, behind like, it wasn't, like, in the case. It was, like, behind it, kind of, as if it had fallen. And so I went up to the person. I was like, should we, wait. I was like, Dina, should we get the Switch 
And we were like, it's fate, honestly, if it's it really, really the switch. Is. Yeah, that's destiny. Literally. And so I went up to the person. I was like, hey, can we get a switch out? And they're like, there's no switches in there. I was like, yes, there is a switch in there. Oh, like, they see, didn't believe me. More, no, that's even more destiny. Exactly. And so then. It just appeared for you. Exactly. And so when the, she opened it, she was like, oh, wow, I didn't even notice this was in there. I was like, yep, I sure did. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. It was fate. And I have a switch now. Yay. That's oh my god! I'm so excited for you. Mm-hmm. I um I actually haven't played mine <laughs> in a while, but I want to like get a new game. I'm thinking about getting like Pokemon or something. Okay, I have heard the new one is really really fun. Okay, yeah, I'll have to check it out. Mm-hmm. Okay, but before we just turn into a, a gaming <laughs> podcast, um, right. uh, if you don't have anything else, I don't. We can we can start our stories. Yes, um, gaming corner over. Let's get into the spooks, the spooks magooks. Yeah, exactly. Um, so this week I have sort of like like a creepy pasta type story. Ooh, I love a creepy pasta. Yeah. Um. So like some people say that this was passed down through centuries and it's like a British Isles story, like from the Middle Ages. But I think it's just an internet story and somebody Ooh. made that up. You know. Okay. You know how people just like say that they're like, "Oh, this is old. This is like oh, of course, ancient. Of course." The first thing that comes to my mind is the Russian sleep experiment. Mm, if you know what okay. that is, it's like a fake, completely fake. And everybody's like, oh, yeah, it's like a whole historical experiment. None okay. of it was real. Yeah. We should cover that one day. Yeah, we should. Um, Juju, Poe, take honestly, note. Yeah. And I would like to um, announce that my boys Juju and Poe are both here for this recording. So I hope they're good. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Foreshadowing <laughs> to them knocking my <laughs> microphone off. <laughs> right, right. Anyways, into okay. your story we shall go. Yeah, so this is actually a game that you can play no way um it is the man in the fields oh okay that sounds really spooky <laughs> it is okay so this is a game that you play um and it will bring you good luck for the year maybe i need to play it well i mean we'll see once you once i get to the end um so i'm gonna go through like the rules and how to play it and there's a lot to it so that might that's pretty much my whole story. So, okay. um, <laughs> to play this game, um, you can only have one player. Okay, well, that sounds um, automatically not fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cause you just have to do it yourself because you get the, the luck yourself. Yeah, and I mean, that makes just... sense. Yeah, but anyways, um, to play the game, you need a house with a back garden or a backyard. Um, and the house, like, it should have at least one room that has only one door in it that is able to be locked. Okay. Um, if not, like, that's fine, but best case, you need, you should have a lock on the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the best option is a house, like, in the country with a field as a backyard. So, like, a, a lot of space. Okay. You don't want to be, like, in the sub- suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be, but, you know, best case scenario. Um, and it also has to be a real lived in home. It can't just be like a new house that has nothing in it or like an empty house. Um, it has to be like your house. Yeah. Um, you will also need a non-electric source of light, like a candle. Okay. Um, and like something to light it. 
and a crucifix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Getting a little crazy. Um, an analog uh, watch mm. with a clock. Yeah. Um, a cell phone will not work. Oop. So, yeah, but you need something to keep the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, so that's all the things that you need to start this game. So, I said that this game is called The Man in the Field. So, first thing you need to do is invite the man. Stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) It's funny, but it's also scary. Yeah, it's not really Um, that funny. Yeah. So, you're going to have to start after sunset, but before midnight. Okay, that can be done. Um, And also, I want to say to anybody listening to this at night, like... (laughs) Me I was sitting here the, listening to this at night. No, I know. I was doing the research for this the other day, um, reading all this at night, and I was like, I'm not even playing this game, and it's, like, scaring me. Uh, um, so just be warned before I go further. <laughs> um, Taylor, you have no choice. <laughs> Darn it. It's okay. I like to be scared. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe it's not as scary as I'm making it out to be. It's just me. True. <laughs> um Okay, so you have to start after sunset, but before midnight. Um, and you can start, like, anywhere in between that time, but you should leave yourself at least an hour. To play? Yes. Okay. Um, and nobody who has ever... Nobody who has started the game before 9 p.m. has ever won. <laughs> okay. And nobody right. who has had less than an hour has won. Okay. So you want to give yourself... Is that, so nine o'clock, that would be like three hours to midnight? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I guess the maximum amount of time you would have is three hours and then down to one. So, mm-hmm. okay. So you also want to make sure that no other people are in the house or in the yard. Okay, that's even more horrifying. <laughs> yeah, you have to do this by yourself. Like nobody can be I'm there. I'm sitting here thinking like, okay, I can do this. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> like, Once I explain what you have to do for the game, I feel like you're going to say you can't do it. <laughs> I am already saying that I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so you have nobody in the house. Um, and make sure you have your crucifix. Um, <laughs> you better have that on you, man. Yeah. So you're going to light the candle. Um, and then enter the backyard and turn to face the house okay and you're gonna say this phrase seven times but who will scare the crows away yeah uh-uh that's so creepy yeah, my know. neighbors if i did this my neighbors would be like what is that girl doing can you imagine me exactly. out there can you know what my backyard looks like just imagine me out there with a candle no, Joyce would be rocking in her boots. Right. Okay, well, all right. So you're going to say that seven times. Okay. See, that's even creepier, seven times. So creepy. Um, and after this, two things will happen. Or, like, one of two things will happen. Either you hear nothing. Okay. Um, and then that means the summoning failed. Ooh. And um, some say that there's no consequences for this, like... You can just go back in your house. Um, but most people say that you should leave your premises immediately and not go back inside until after 6 a.m. Oh, okay. Because um, 
if you um if this happens and like the summoning fails then everything living in your house will be dead by morning oh my god yeah yeah see i already can't do this because i'm not taking juju and po nowhere like they're not see see yeah, they're not going not too. i can't subject them to this yeah um okay so the second option of like something that will happen so either you hear nothing or you hear a voice behind you or it could be in your head saying that's not your biggest problem oh my so you say but who will scare the crows away and they, he says that's, that's not, not your, your biggest, biggest problem, problem. <laughs> yikes so i'm guessing he's like he's like a scarecrow guy you know yeah makes sense um and that means, so if you hear that, that means you succeeded in summoning and you may proceed with the game. Okay. Um, and you're going to return back to your house and close the door behind you, but do not look back. Mm, that would you be hard for me as well. look back. <laughs> so, the game. You're going to go to the room that has only one door, like, you know how I said in the, yeah. in the beginning. Um, and it should have objects in it um or it should have like no objects in it like that's what you want anyway but if it does you're gonna close everything this seems like a lot of work (laughs) no literally this game is a lot of work (laughs) i'll explain at the end why it's like beneficial like what you win um but okay so you're gonna close like everything you can in this room like drawers, closets, windows, containers, even like a bag, anything that can be opened, you have to close it. That's way too much work for me. I'm thinking about all the crap I have in my rooms in my house. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> um so this is going to be like your safe room, the room with one door. Mhm. Um that's where you leave your crucifix. We have to leave the crucifix. <laughs> Yeah, because it's your safe room. I want to keep that room. thing on me. Oh, well, it's, I guess if it is a demon. Room. You're right. Um, you And then you carry your candle with you because... Um, see, I don't... It didn't say, but I'm guessing there's no lights on in this scenario, too. The, yeah. It, well, it said no artificial lights, so... Yeah, true, true, true. Um, so you leave the safe room and go out into the rest of your house um and everything in the rest of your house that is capable of being opened will be open and you need to go around and close everything before seriously midnight. stop before midnight yeah oh lord yeah we gonna need those three hours if i'm doing this see that's yeah see that's what i'm saying like how do people do this like oh, even yeah. in three hours I don't know if I could do it in three hours. (laughs) I I definitely couldn't do it in three hours. (laughs) Um, Okay. So you're going around closing everything, right? And if you see, um, some people say they see an ashen man. Mm -hmm. I don't really know what that means totally. I'm guessing like grayish. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's what I was saying. Ashen man. Um, In your peripheral vision you should not look at him (laughs) okay (laughs) do not make eye contact but you also don't really need to fear this guy because he's not the man in the fields he is more like a referee interesting yeah 
so he's not necessarily going to do anything, but, like, you shouldn't look over at him. <laughs> okay. Uh, some people say that if you do look at him, then uh, you'll have to take his place. Oh, no. Yeah. So, like, you won't die, but, you know. Yeah. Um, and, oh, my God, the, the thing that I was reading to, like, get all the rules down on this, it said this three times in all caps. <laughs> They said, do not look into the backyard. Stop. That is so scary. That's what got me. I was like, "Stop! you're really going to say this three times in all caps. Oh, my God. No, that's horrifying. I'm literally yeah, never looking in my backyard again. Right. Like at night? First of all, no. I already have PTSD from other things in my backyard. So, <laughs> like, that's already too much. No, I know. Especially if, like, if someone's listening and they're, like, living somewhere with a big field of a uh, backyard yeah no yeah sorry don't look in your yard definitely don't and honestly i hope all of y'all are not some crazy people who don't have blinds or curtains to cover the windows yeah see that too see that could never be me like dina gets mad at me for because i like be closing the blinds at like sunset because i don't want it to be dark i don't want to look outside in the dark mm-hmm. or i don't want people looking at Wait, me i just realized something what if everything is open that has to be closed the blinds right? are open yeah yeah that's what i'm saying how are like, you gonna close them without looking i don't know you're gonna have to really try just to look at the floor and reach up with your hands and pull them down or something and the windows too themselves oh like the actual and the doors that's gonna be oh almost God. impossible yeah it's a lot um okay so it says do not look into the backyard but if you do <laughs> <laughs> if you do immediately go to your safe room like, run to the safe room. <laughs> okay. Um, and close the door. Lock it if there's a lock. See, this is why you need a lock. <laughs> yeah, you need a lock. I don't know what's coming for you, but you need the lock. Yeah. Um, you're supposed to grasp the crucifix. <laughs> hold it tight. Um, and, like, just pray that you didn't leave anything open in your safe room. Oh, that is horrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty scary. Um, so... It also says, do not open the door before 6 a.m. no matter what you hear outside. Oh. so Or like, you're no matter saying, what you don't hear either. So you're saying, like, if I was to play this game and I did look outside and ra- ran to my safe room, I had to stay in there till 6 a.m.? Yeah. What if I gotta pee? <laughs> you're- I gotta hold it. <laughs> pee in yeah, the corner. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Interesting. That's yeah. horrifying. Can you imagine what people have, like, heard like, that's so scary. No, I know. Like, can you imagine, like, some creature, like, something like that trying to get you to open the door, you know? Right, and I it bet would it probably would, like, be sound... different for everybody. Yeah, that's so true. I was going to say, I bet it would sound like your, like, friends or family members, like, yeah. being like, help me. Mm-hmm. Ew, this is disgusting. And, or it would just, like, act like it was going away and, like, not make any noise. Oh, and then true. You open and then the you're door, like, oh, I'm safe. And it's there. Ew, I have chills. I know. See, this is like the scariest one I've done, I feel like. It definitely is. <laughs> okay. So, the closing. Um, so, this is like if you don't look outside, you actually go through your house and close everything, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're like totally positive that everything in your house is closed. You go to your bed and lay down to go to sleep and you close the last thing your eyes 
Okay. I'm not sleeping after that. <laughs> okay, well, you have to close your eyes. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, because that's something that can be opened. Oh, stop. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's disgusting. Everything. What about your mouth? What if I'm a mouth breather? I don't know about that one. <laughs> better tape it closed. That's all I got to say. Better not actually sleep and just... Yeah, true. Um, so, you can't open your eyes until after 6 a.m. <laughs> what? What if you wake up? Oh, too bad. Like, and forget, like, oh, you know, I mean, you know what? I would be completely out of luck. This man would get me. You would not wake up before 6 a.m., though. Oh, I absolutely probably would. I wake up in the middle of the night every single night to pee. Oh, well... <laughs> then I guess you would just have to not actually go to sleep. Just close your eyes. And just lay there for six hours. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. If you wake up in the morning after, um, like, after if? the time. <laughs> yeah. If you wake up in the morning, you win. <laughs> oh, Savannah, what? If. So you lose if you just don't wake up? Yeah, because, okay, so the thing is, if um, you leave something open in your house, that's how he gets in. Ew. So he gets in through whatever you left open, and then he kills everything living in the house. <sighs> why that's would anybody why... play this game? Yeah, well, I'll tell you um, what you win if you... Oh, I forgot, actually... I forgot. We got some good luck. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but even without knowing what it is, like, I would not play. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it is, so I can't say yet, but as of right now, I don't <laughs> I think so. I would be risking much to do that at all. Okay. I mean, I guess, uh, all right, I'll just tell you what it is and then, um, you can decide. Okay. Um, I think it depends on, like, everyone's situation, like, if they would think this is worth it or not. Yeah. Um, okay, so the winning conditions. Um, so, like I said before, it, like, has to do with good luck, right? Mm -hmm. Um, if you win and, like, successfully complete this ritual, because it is, like, a ritual, um, you will be completely safe for one year. Girl, and for one year? <laughs> I know, like, it's so much you think it would be more than just a year. <laughs> Literally. Um, but what you are safe on depends on what time you started. Oh, interesting. So that's why that matters. Because, um, I mean, somebody who had three hours versus somebody who had one, like, obviously, I feel like they deserve more if you only did it in one hour, right? I mean, Definitely. Um, okay, so three hours before midnight, you will get, if you complete it in that time, you will get physical safety. So, like, no okay. injuries or no sickness for the whole year. Oh, I mean, I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. So you can, like, do anything harmful and then just not get hurt. Listen, now I'm reconsidering already. I ain't even heard the best one. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Is it worth it? No, it's not. <laughs> Okay, so two hours before midnight, you get physical and financial. Um, <laughs> so you get perfect health, and you will never need or want money for the year. That's 
See, now you're pulling me back in. <laughs> yeah. If you completed one hour before midnight, which I said nobody has ever really done, you will get complete safety. Which what? means your actions will have no negative consequence for one year. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, that's a little bit too much power. See, all of this to me, which I know is what it is, but it's basically just making a really long deal with the devil. Yeah. You feel me? Like trading mm -hmm. something for something. And if you don't win, he gets your soul. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. I still don't really, um, I don't get why he's like, okay, we'll close everything in your house. <laughs> because he can like, get funny. in. He's like, any holes, I'm coming through. Yeah. It's just like a fun game, like watching them scramble. Like, Ew, that's so disgusting. <laughs> um, okay, so then uh, those are the things that you can win, right? But if you do win, you will need to pass on the story of the man in the field every year or you die. Oh, so you don't have to play it every year. No, you just have to tell somebody about oh, it. Oh, well, that's easy. But see, that's the thing. Like, I don't know if it's like you get safety like this for one year and then you have to tell somebody about it every single year for the rest of your life like that seems like excessive right that seems very excessive but i guess the man just wants more people to play yeah i mean he should give them luck for like the rest of their lives then <laughs> oh yeah but maybe he doesn't have that much luck to give yeah. you know I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know the rules. <laughs> I just now, told you the rules. <laughs> our first, I mean, the rules of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, our second guest on the podcast, our third, or however many guests we've had, the what's his name? The man in the oh, the man in the field. In the field. Come on out. <gasps> no. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, okay, I'm gonna, I'm about to tell you, like, the scariest part. <laughs> okay, so we haven't got to the scariest part yet. Good. Well, we're sort of going, we're sort of backtracking. Okay. Um, so, back to the backyard. Um, you know how I said, like, do not look in the backyard. Mm hmm And if you do, you have to run to the safe room. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna tell you what happens, like, what you will see if you look in the yard. Okay. If you look in your yard, you will see a scarecrow that was not there before, and its head is missing. This is the man in the field. Okay. This is so scary. Yeah. I, I was trying to say scary creepy. and creepy at the same so time. <laughs> and then I, I ended up making it funny, so here we go. <laughs> um, okay. So if you see this scarecrow, he will see you too. Ew. And he will start climbing down from his post. And from the moment he looks at you, you have 60 seconds Stop. to reach the safe room and Stop. lock the door. Oh, man. That makes me want to literally throw up. <laughs> My first question, however, is how can he see you if he doesn't have a head? I, th I think he just, like, turns towards you, you know. Ew. You just assume. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. The visuals I'm getting in my head are not pleasant. No, I know. I know. I would be um, running for my life. I think I, I could definitely make it to my safe room in 60 seconds, though. That's a long see, time. See, but also, I think something compared him to the Headless Horseman, mm -hmm. right? And didn't the Headless Horseman just have, like, 
a regular body and then like a pumpkin head? No, the headless horseman doesn't have a head. It's portrayed as like a pumpkin head. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he he just didn't have a head, right? Okay, because I started to think about it. I'm like, is this what this scarecrow guy looks like? He's not actually a scarecrow. It's like a guy, but then has like a weird thing on head. as a head. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. Um, But um, if you open the door before 6 a.m., like I said, like you can't open the door before 6 a.m. Yeah. Um, He will take your head to be his. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. <sighs> that's that's insane. Have people played yeah. this game? Um, supposedly. Um, I did find a Reddit post. There's like a super long Reddit post yeah. explaining a lot of this. Um and I took this story from like two or three different things and one of them was that Reddit post. And he said that he played the game and won um, and, like, got the safety and everything. And then he was telling the story just because um, you have to pass it on every year. See, listen, a part of me wants to do it just to see if it's true. But if it <laughs> is true, I'm probably dying. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Like, like, cause I kind of don't believe it, but like, if it were to be true and I played it, like, I don't really think I have a chance of making it out. Well, you better uh, get your house to be like clear and have nobody in it because but it has uh, to be lived in, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I mean, like, you you can like tell your everybody to get out of the house. Oh, I mean, I could, yeah, I could easily do day. that. I could easily do that, but I could not easily win. <laughs> I have too many things to close. That's the problem. Yeah, no, me too. Like, I would definitely forget to close something. Oh, 100%. Like, even your bags you have to close. Yeah, no. There's no way. I have too many bags. Yeah. <laughs> Same. <laughs> That's scary. Yeah. So that is the man in the field. That's scary, but I do still kind of want to play, which just makes me crazy, I feel like. So you don't want to play at all? Um, no. I feel like it would <laughs> be said, a good I'm movie, not. though. It would. Wouldn't win. it? I mean, Yeah. But wouldn't it be worth it? Like, I'm just thinking on, like, the health side of things. Like, I would love to be not sick for a whole year. I get sick a lot. Yeah. The financial would be good, too. Oh, I mean, obviously the financial. Obviously that one. I think everybody would want that. Or, like, even... I could never do it in one hour. But, like... Absolutely not. Doing it in one hour and then getting to do anything and nothing has any consequence. See... That is crazy. Like, that I can't even wrap my mind around because then I'm like, what would I even do? Right. I don't know. One thing I would do is I would go really, really, really fast in my car. Yeah. (laughs) Because I don't like getting speeding tickets, but I do like going fast. Yeah. But see, that is, like, hard, too, because what if you do something that just has a consequence next year because it only lasts a year? Oh, yeah. Like, does it... What's the statute of limitations on this That's game? That's what I'm saying. Like, the why is it only a year? <laughs> hmm. Yeah, that's a good question. I'm going to need to get some things in writing before I play this game. Right. Mr. Man in the Field. <laughs> I don't it think he's like going to give it to you. <laughs> it sounds like a scam to me. You're trying to just get my soul in my head. Rude. <laughs> um, that was super spooky. Spooks my gooks. 100%. Yeah. Um. I 
also have a very spooky tale for you today. <laughs> we got the Spook Magoop okay. Wednesday. That's <laughs> what I'm going to call it. Um, <laughs> That's what it is this week. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so I am this week covering the legend of the Latimer House. Oh. Now, okay. I had never heard of this either. Um, but. Um, I didn't even say it, but I guess you just assumed. <laughs> no, but I knew. You said, oh. <laughs> I could yeah, just hear right. it in your voice. You said, never yeah. heard of that one before. Um, <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, actually, not that long ago, um, Savannah came to Wilmington to visit me. And mm-hmm. we went downtown and ventured around. And we ended up, like, in this oddities store. And we've been in there, like, a bunch before. Um, they sell, like, super cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But what we had not seen before is that actually the owner of the store um, wrote two books himself about some research that he had done about the city of Wilmington. Mm-hmm. And one of them is called The Ghost of Old Wilmington. And the other one is The Legends of Old Wilmington. So, obviously, mm-hmm. duh, me and Savannah had to buy those. So, um, I got the ghost of old wilmington mm-hmm. and it's written yeah. by john herchak and he has some very spooky tales to tell okay let me tell you that <laughs> i wasn't expecting that book to be that great um it's very creepy i started reading mine the other day too and i thought it was so crazy when you texted me and said oh i'm gonna write um do a story about something in this book yeah i was like i literally was just reading mine too oh that's really weird <laughs> Um, that, yeah, I hadn't read it until I sent that to you, so that's really weird. Me too. Wait, see, Taylor, we're, connected, we're like, man. we're seriously connected. It's wild. <laughs> Mine. Um, I started reading it, and it's about. Uh, it started being about pirates. Oh like, no cool, way! That's, cool. that's so yeah. fun. Oh, we love pirates. Go check out our pirate stories if you haven't heard them already. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me see. Oh, all I do have to say before I um tell you the story is that we have to go here. No questions okay. asked. None. Zero. Can like, you, like, tour it? Or? Can you? It's a living museum, just like Bellamy Mansion. <gasps> okay, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how did I not even know this? I live here. <laughs> like, right. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, let's get into the story, shall we? Um, so, it is March 7th, 1840. And this day happened to be the last day of work on the Wilmington Weldon Railroad. Um, so like this day, it was it. This was the, like the last hammer was getting hammered into the whatever. I don't know how railroads <laughs> okay. are made, but you know, they were probably hammering into something. And so the at, railroad ties. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. I don't know nothing about no train. Never been on one. Um, Seriously? <laughs> yes. We've definitely talked about this on the podcast. Okay. Well, um, we need to talk about it later. <laughs> specifically on the ghost train episode, I know that I said I had never been on a train. Oh, no, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, this was the longest railroad in the entire world at that time. Isn't that crazy? Like it went oh, through wow. Wilmington? There's not even a train that goes through Wilmington anymore, though. Uh, yeah, huh? Um, a million of them. I okay, hear them every single not- day. There's not, like, a train that you can ride, though. Oh, no. It's, like, carrier trains. See, because I tried to get an Amtrak to Wilmington before, mm-hmm. and you can't. Yeah, no. They're, like, uh, like moving good trains Yeah, that go okay. through here. But trust me, they are still here. Good Lord. We hear them all the time. <laughs> so <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, so anyway, at this time, that railroad was the longest in the world, which is really cool, in my opinion. And um, also at that, th- during this time, 
the like seaport business was popping off. So like today, if you don't know, Wilmington is one of like the biggest port cities in the world, just like for goods and stuff being traded mm-hmm. from different countries. Because it's, you know, on the corner, the very corner of the um, eastern United States. So, mm-hmm. um, anyway, so during this time, like, everybody wanted to move to Wilmington because the city was popping off and there was, like, a lot of, like, opportunities for money. So, a young man named Zebulon Latimer moved to Wilmington. And also, I'm like, hmm, Zebulon. There's a place in North Carolina named Zebulon. Oh, is there? Yeah, there is. Hmm. Um, but I love that name. Anyway. <laughs> it's a um, good name. <laughs> so he moved to Wilmy with the dream of, you know, being a very successful man. And he made that dream a reality. He really did. Um, he, like, started his own businesses and where he did a bunch of different things. I'm not even going to get into it. But basically, he was thriving. He's living his best life here. And he ended up meeting and marrying this lady named Elizabeth Savage. First of all, never, ever in my life would I have changed my last name from Savage to Latimer. Right. Girl, you call me Miss Savage till the day I die. (laughs) Can you imagine being Miss Savage? Like, oh my God. (laughs) Excuse me, that's an amazing last name. But tragically, Miss Savage became Miss Latimer. (laughs) Not really (laughs) tragically, but you know. So, by 1850, which was only 10 years after um, Zebulon moved to Wilmington, the Latimers were big, big rich. Like, huge rich. Okay? So, they decided to build just a little tiny 10,000 square foot mansion right downtown. Oh my god, how have we not that, I'm saying, noticed this? I saw pictures of it. I'm like, yeah, I've seen it. It's so creepy. It looks so creepy from the outside. <laughs> Where is it? It's right downtown on the corner. It's when I looked it up, Savannah. Okay, nobody <laughs> is gonna care about Savannah, and I don't really care. It's literally right beside the museum of the bazaar. <gasps> no, I know. And I'm like, what are the odds of that? Because that's like the same Wait, day we what? found the book was when I, we went to that. I'm trying to picture that area. I know. I'm like, is there a house there? It's like, like a block up from it. Like you know how like we were okay. like near the water. It's like a block. Yeah. Up. So yeah, okay. Very close. Um, so um, the house, obviously, ten thousand square feet is ginormous. I live in a two thousand square foot house, and I think it's far too much for me to clean. <laughs> like, yeah, it's huge. So I can't even freaking imagine living in a ten thousand square foot house. That's way too much to clean. Um, but even though the house is literally insane, like the size of it, that's not the most insane thing of the house. The most insane thing, it would be the cast iron fencing around it. Now, you may ask, Taylor, why does the fencing matter? Well, when they built the house, the, like, builders installed an original, like, the OG fence was not the cast iron. It was a wooden fence. But the Latimers, no, no, they said, that is so ugly. We are far too bougie for a wooden fence. Um, So instead of, I don't know, just getting some other materials from the store or anywhere they were like you know what let's pop in the horse carriage and take a ride over to oakdale cemetery and remove (gasps) all of the cast iron fences around the latimer and savage family plots for our house (laughs) why would they do that (laughs) i literally don't know they had so much money they can't afford cast iron so yeah they went to their 
family's graves and took the cast iron to make their fence that would look okay. fancier. Okay, I know you're going to bring in ghosts, but... <laughs> I know. Yeah. Is this not just, like, disrespectful? Right, and it's also their... Fa- it's, like, their ancestors. Like, you're you're not only disrespecting people in general that were alive, but it's also your family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um... But, you know what? <laughs> of course they couldn't stop there. Oh, um, no. So, they did... This was a way, actually, of trying to be, like, I'm sorry for taking the cast iron, but, like, I still love you. But, like, this is so not the way they needed to do it. Okay. They ended up taking the names of, like, everybody, like, who they had taken the cast iron from in the in the cemetery. And they had two plot plates made with all of the names from the cemetery. And the, like, plates are, with the names are hanging on the garden wall in the backyard still today. What? So now, now, I'm like, I'm like, that's, first of all ugly i thought you didn't want this to be ugly that's ugly and honestly all those people on that list are already mad at you for taking their friends that's so funny like, i don't know right like i don't know oh what they God. were expecting but obviously as you have already said you immediately say okay this place is haunted yes it's very haunted very very haunted but we'll get there shortly um so obviously you know this couple they move into their 10,000 square feet house, but that was far too much room for just the two of them mm-hmm. alone, you know? So they were like, let's have nine kids. Oh, of course. As they do back in the day. Tragically, five of them died before they were five years old. But <gasps> I mean, that's sadly what just happened back then, you know? That's why so many people had so many kids because, you know, they had to make sure at least one of their kids lives. Yeah, yeah. Who did through disease and stuff so so tragic it is so all five of those young children died in the house oh um, my god i mean yeah. see, this is gonna be a insensitive joke but <laughs> at least they had their uh relative looking up after them <laughs> Stop. You know? their ghostly relatives like, to look oh, after grandma them. <laughs> <Stop>. that is <laughs> so funny too much for me um so yeah so those Five kids died in there, and actually so did Elizabeth and Zebulon, eventually. Oh, wow. And so once they died, one of their three surviving sons, William, took over the house with his family. And once William died, his nephew, Herbert, took over, him, Herbert and his wife, Margaret. And so while Herbert and Margaret were living in the house. So it's still, they're still in the Latimer family. Like, this is still the Latimer house. Mm-hmm. Um, and... So, I just, up to this point, literally every member who is not alive has died in this house. Or, and if they didn't die in this house, literally their cemetery plots were moved to this house. So, right. um, yeah, just well, know there's a lot of didn't ghosts. Didn't you say there were, like, a few kids, like, yeah. two of their kids that didn't die in the house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were alive, and they're not dead there. Just the people who had died already had all died there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and that doesn't even include, like their family like their wives and husbands and their kids like the children you know Jeez. so who even knows how many of those did anywho so now we're at the point of time where the cousin basically herbert and his wife margaret are living in the house um so we're gonna move forward um in time this is now around the 1920s so about 100 years ago when Herbert and Margaret lived there, 
And so during this time, an artist named Elizabeth Chant moved to Wilmington. And she ended up, she was like staying in a hotel on Front Street. Just like chilling, you know, vibing Mm -hmm. with Wilmy. And so apparently this lady was super eccentric and carefree person who was mainly an artist. But her passion was trying to talk with the spiritual world. Oh, okay. So, it doesn't ever actually say, and I did other research too, um, to try to find out, like, why. But, I mean, obviously I know why. But, um, I don't know if it was, like, okay, no. Sorry, my brain's moving a little bit too fast. (laughs) Basically, Herbert died. okay? Okay. So, then it just left Margaret and her kids in the house. Okay. And now I don't have any actual words from Margaret. No like recordings or anything like what she had to say about living in the house by herself without her husband there. But obviously something was going on because she invited Elizabeth Chant to live in the house with her while like during her time in Wilmington. Oh, wow. And this woman talked to the spiritual world daily. Like did they like know each other before that? No, they did not. Okay. So I'm like, it never said this, but obviously like something, uh, ghostly things were happening and she reached out to her because she was like a medium, you know? Yeah. And she probably needed a place to stay anyway. Exactly. Like, exactly. She needed a place to stay anyway. They have rooms and, but they also wanted help with the ghost. Now that's not said, that is my words, but I mean, I really do believe that's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, me too. So, yeah, and apparently, like, during Elizabeth's time at the house, she performed tons of seances, used the Ouija boards, like, did all of the things that are, like, you are not supposed to do, which, like, can invite even more ghosts in. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, so all of that happened, and eventually Margaret, like, whatever, um, Elizabeth, she ended up finishing whatever she needed to do in Wilmington and left, and then Margaret eventually died in the house as well. So, hmm. um, so the, okay. Oh, go ahead. They all just, all right. They all just died in this house. Yeah. So they're I'm all just, dead. like trying to wrap my head, yes. head around it. Yes. So they are all dead. And okay. now I'm going to fast forward a little bit to 1963 when the house was decided to be sold to the Lower Cape Fear Historical Society. Okay. Because I guess the other like remaining relatives of the Latimers are like, we do not want that house. So it got sold. Yeah, it's probably, like, I would always think, like, why would these families give away these houses? Like, they're so nice and fancy, but, I mean, it's probably a lot of upkeep and stuff, you know? Oh, for sure. And it's also, like, not in the best location. Like, that's, Mm -hmm. it's very, it's, like, on the corner, like, of a very, very busy place. So, Mm -hmm. you know. So, um, today, it is still owned by the Lower Cape Fear Historical Society. So, but Mm -hmm. I'll get into more of what it is today. So, what we're actually here to hear. The ghost. The very first documented ghostly occurrence took place in 1948. Now, I'm positive that there were more before this, but this was just the first one that was, like, written down. Yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. So, um, there was a woman named Miss Love who was a very, like, close family friend of the Latimer's. And so this is back when, like, the OG Latimers lived in this house, okay? Okay. Um, anyway, so she was driving past the home one day and noticed M.P. Latimer, who was Zebulon's grandson, 
um, he was stepping out of the front door as she was driving by. And they were, like, longtime family friends, so obviously, like, she waved to him, and he waved back to her. But immediately, Miss Love got, like, a really, 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 really bad feeling in her gut. And she was, like, she said she had no idea what was wrong, but she, like, it just, something felt really, really wrong. But she couldn't quite figure it out, so she finishes her drive. She pulls into her driveway at her house and parks the car, and that's when she remembers that Impy Latimer had died the January before. <gasps> um, oh my god yeah and so she had li- fully fully just seen his ghost and she didn't even think anything of it she's no. like oh that's him yeah she was like oh how cute my little friend yeah which that is so creepy like that is mm, so 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 creepy so another strange thing that happens um at, so yeah also many people since then have said they see like children playing like on like around the front door in the yard even like when they were driving by oh my god so you know that could be a thing that we see possibly see i think oh my god like what if we saw something but didn't even notice because we didn't know it was that house (laughs) right like how are we to ever know or and that even applies to like any house like how are we to know what happened yeah that's true like Mm. who knows our eyes who knows what they really see you gotta pay attention to what clothes the kids are wearing to see if it's exactly. like, <laughs> it's like time period, right? Yeah, time period clothes. Exactly. <laughs> um. So. Um. Another strange thing. So, as I said, it's the house today is owned by the Historical Society here, and it is actually a living museum, just like the Bellamy. So you can like pay to go on a tour, like self-directed tour. You can just walk through it, and you can see how it looked when they lived there. Um, so they have had control of the house for over 40 years. And so they have hundreds of like volunteers and workers that have worked at the house. And over those 40 years, hundreds upon thousands of pairs of glasses have gone missing (gasps) from desk drawers, from pockets to purses, like you name it, a pair of glasses has been stolen from like almost every person that works there to never be seen again. (laughs) Like where are the glasses? Bro, where are the glasses? And I just sit here and think, like, of how many kids died in the house. Like, the kids are just messing around. Like, yeah. So sad. Do you think they have, like, a stash somewhere? They totally have a stash. <laughs> Which, that would still be creepy. Like, I would not want to find the stash either. Like, Yeah, it's, like, under the floorboards or something. That brings, like, have you seen The Boy? That movie? I don't even know why I, I have Savannah feeling, doesn't even no, watch No, I, I really movies. have a feeling that I've seen it. Well, I won't spoil it Or maybe it you've just talked about it Maybe. Before. I won't spoil I've, it. I've heard it. But that's what it reminds me of to anyone who has seen that movie. Okay. Um, so, but kind of an answer a little bit to your question, at least up until the point of 1981, there was actually a fire in the home. Oh. And it, like, structurally, like, it was okay, but, like, it really damaged the house and there were no glasses found. So, oh, that's one thing to take into consideration. Like, huh. where could they be? Okay, so today, like, the home is, like, rebuilt in yeah, a lot so of places. Yeah, so basically, um, there was literal, like, only a little bit of structural damage. There was just mostly smoke damage to, like, the carpets and the walls and stuff. So, okay. but structurally, it didn't fall or anything, and that's all still the same. Uh-huh. Just, like, the carpets and stuff have been ripped up. But, um... All of the furnishings had to be removed to be fixed, 
but actually most of the furnishings are still the ones from the original house like it didn't actually get that bad because there are four floors so it didn't go all the way up okay so that's a huge house oh four floors. dude it's huge it is huge um so renovations started on the house like almost immediately because obviously they had to fix it and while the construction workers were working they would always complain about a lot of noise coming from the fourth floor and when they were asked what kind of noise you may ask well they said it sounded exactly like furniture being moved around (gasps) however during this time there was literally no furniture in the house because it all had to be removed so the house could be fixed literally there was not like the house was bare bones empty at this time and all of the workers were like they are dragging stuff upstairs they were like can somebody please tell them to shut up and they were like, I hate to break it to you, fam, but there is no- nothing upstairs. No people, no nothing. Is there ghost furniture now, too? Like, I don't get it. Like, I think so. Let me, before I tell you what I think. So what were they hearing? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, they said that sometimes it was so loud that, um, like, it would literally sound like nails on a chalkboard at some point, which is Ugh. just horrible to my ears. And it wasn't just the construction workers that heard it. Like, everybody who else was working in the house, anybody who visited it, everybody heard it. Um, so, before the fire, when the Latimers lived in the house, what do you want to guess that the fourth floor was? Um, well, I'll tell you. I don't know. It seems like dancing or something. Well, it was the children's floor. Oh, Okay. So we love a children's floor. I mean, that's similar, you know, dancing exactly. and children running around. Exactly. Like, that's what I picture. Like, kids just running around, like, being crazy. And, like, if there was furniture, they probably would be, like, moving it, you know. Kids yeah. are crazy. Oh, I should have guessed children's floor. They used to, like, always say, oh, the kids just send them upstairs. Exactly. And shove them away into the yeah. corner. And, like, know? the Bellamy, like, they have a children's floor, too. Yeah. 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 So, um, so moving on from that. There have also been incidents of things literally levitating off the ground in front of people's eyes. Oh, my God. And some of the most popular things that levitate are books and wicker chairs. Oh, okay. Which are, like, not easily things to be levitated, I felt like. Yeah. Um, so, one incident in the house, there were some workers um, that just, like, cleaning, tidying some things up. When two workers see a literal wicker chair being lifted off the ground which i would be like what is happening and the workers they like ask each other they're like um is this real and they're like yeah <laughs> and then the chair once they said like yeah like i'm seeing it too both of them like you know confirmed it with each other the second they confirmed it with each other the chair dropped to the floor and as the chair dropped to the floor so did one of the workers <gasps> and she started con- convulsing violently oh for like minutes my God. And so, obviously, the other one, like, ran to get help. And by the time she got back, the one who was convulsing on the floor was, like, awake and was sitting up. And she was so confused. She was like, what just happened? Uh, Like, she had no no recollection of what had just happened. So, my guess, and uh, as well as the author of the book, um, their guess was that a family member had some sort of, like, sentimental value and did not want them to get rid of the chair. Because I guess they were, like deciding on things to get rid of and stuff so okay super Hmm. creepy but honestly i would do that as a ghost too 
just <laughs> like maybe i wouldn't make them convulse just like, like make them yeah basically have a seizure <laughs> i mean no i wouldn't uh, go that far but i'd be like hey don't mess with my chair okay i mean i guess so. <laughs> <laughs> what if that was like the thing that was tying them there exactly see exactly maybe yeah i didn't and they're think like, about well, that you can't you can't can't take uh, it out. get this out of the house because then i'll have to leave the house exactly that's a really good point did not even think yeah. about that one um but now of course it wouldn't be a real haunted house without like having a haunted basement am i right oh of course, of course. <laughs> so um so today the home is equipped with a very state-of-the-art security system that has to be armed in the basement so basically like the last person out every day has to set the alarm and leave out of the basement. And I just have to say that I would literally never, ever be the last one out of that house. <laughs> like, I would not want to be the last one in that basement every day. Like, yeah. and that's not even important. That's just, like, it freaked me out to think about having to do that every day. Okay. See, but this matters. Is it, like, a basement where it's, like, the first floor or is it underground No, basement? it's. I'm pretty sure it's. it's not fully underground, but, like, it's not. Like, a super nice first floor. It's, like, kind of in the middle, you know? Okay. So, like, when you walk in the front, it's probably, like, up a few stairs or something? Yes. Yes. To get to yes, the front? Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. And then the basement is... Yeah. I think... I would say bit, it's probably, like, not. half underground, half not underground. Okay. See, it it just makes it scarier if it's, like, fully underground. Oh, 100%. But, like, how can you get out, you know? <laughs> yeah. But... Right. Like, people, Wilmington doesn't have basements, really, because of the flooding. Yeah, see, that's what I was thinking. Real basements. So, I was like, yeah. um, it's not as bad, I guess, but yeah. it's still creepy. Still would not want to do that. Um, and a very common thing that happens in the basement is that you will all of a sudden get a sudden, like, huge burst smell of tobacco smoke out of oh, nowhere. And nobody's wow. smoking around you. And it was actually reported that... This room was Mr. Latimer's after-dinner smoking area. So, if you smell the tobacco, maybe, like, the OG Latimer's ghost is just, like, sparking up beside you, you know? Hmm. Which, I mean, that's pretty cool. I wouldn't mind smelling that, because that would be crazy. Um, (laughs) Or maybe I would think something's wrong with me. One or the other. Probably both. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, A little of both. Yes. So, another story of the basement is that... So there was a volunteer working in the basement. He was just moving, like, some furniture around the room so he could deep clean the carpets in the whatever room he was trying to do. And so he was moving, like, a very large piece of furniture out. And he was, like, looking. I'm assuming it was, like, a really big chair. And he was, like, looking back to the door to make sure he, well, first of all, he could fit through the door. (laughs) And to make sure that nothing was in his way. Because he was going to have to, like be turned around where he wouldn't he wasn't going to be able to see you know what i'm saying so he was like making sure he had a clear path for himself to move this heavy object so he was like all right it's all good and he started backing up hauling this heavy piece of furniture when a really severe pain started like it like stabbed him something like stabbed him in his back and the pain started like growing up his back and so he like dropped the thing that he was carrying and looked behind him and there was a huge chair right in the doorway that he had literally just looked in to make sure it was clear and it was completely blocking the door oh and like the chair like went into his back like and so he was like fully convinced he was like that is a really good prank you guys like come on out like (laughs) the cameras like that's so funny 
Like, you really got me. He's like, and, I'm on punk, and, aren't I? Right. <laughs> and so, but nobody was on the first floor. So he went up to the second floor and where the other people were. And he was like, all right, so who did it? And they were like, what are you talking about? And he was like, who put the chair in the doorway, fam? And they were like, you're the only one that's been in the basement for like the past two hours. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. what you're talking about. Like, it literally wasn't us. Um, so, yeah, this volunteer um, called out sick for the rest of the week. And he did eventually go back to work there, but he refused to ever go in the basement again. Oh, my God. Yeah, I would, too. Like, what? Um, same. Literally same. Because that's, like, like it's not really that mean of a thing to do, but it's also really not nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, either you believe it's a ghost or your coworkers are pranking you. And it's like, guys, I'm not going to be pranked again. So Exactly. Either way, I'm like, stop messing with me. Ghost, yeah. real life, don't care. Stop exactly. messing with me. <laughs> right. So, now... On to what is said to be the most haunted room in the Latimer house. Now, this is very unexpected, okay? The most haunted room in the Latimer house, allegedly, is the kitchen. Oh. Which, honestly, I would never, ever expect any kitchen to be the most haunted room in any house. Yeah, me either. Like, you don't think that they're going to be haunted. Like, it seems like the most welcoming room exactly it's like i feel like nothing but goodness happens in the kitchen you know we'd be baking it up cooking it up yeah but nope not here um so in the early 2000s a professor from uncw was actually studying the history of the house and he was up on the third floor just like reading some of the like books up there and so he was done for the day he was just you know doing his walkout and actually what's very interesting is that to get out of the house into the, um, like, parking lot, you kind of have to go through the basement. <laughs> so oh. uh, okay. Yeah. So that's just a fun fact for when we go, that we're going to have to go out the basement. But um, anyway, Yay. so he was heading towards the basement so he could go out to his car to leave. And um, as he was passing the kitchen on his way out, he um, was, like, hearing the, these people, like, he assumed they were, like, people touring you know, the museum, as they do. Because it's kind of like you just, like, walk your own self through it, you know. Yeah. But anyway, he, people were in the kitchen talking about, like, like, oh, how nice the kitchen. And, like, they were like, oh, like, what kind of food would they have been making, like, back in the day, blah, blah, blah. And so this professor, who had literally been studying the house in detail, like, he was like, oh, well, like, these people might want to hear from me because, you know, I actually have a lot of information, like, right. about what kind of food they might have been eating. And yeah, see, honestly, that would be really cool if exactly. we went and somebody who's, like, really knowledgeable about it, like, can right. talk to you. No, that's right. Like, that would be so cool. And that's what he thought. So he was like, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I don't mind the convo. Let me go have a convo. Yeah. So he entered the room, and there were people behind him as well. <laughs> I guess I, I guess it was just popping that day. But the guests, like, turned to face him, like, the people that were in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, like, the visitors at the museum described this man just he they just said he completely lost all color in his body and that he was just standing there like in shock and he started trembling and then he (gasps) just started saying over and over and over there's death in this room there's death in this room like and he could like couldn't stop saying it and so eventually (laughs) eventually after he said it like five six times he like turned and ran out of the house (laughs) like what Um, like literally what? what 
I know. And apparently this is actually a very common thing to happen in the kitchen. And it's happened to many people. I'm sorry, what? And like, we don't know what they're seeing. Cause like the man, he never spoke on what he saw. And like, there were really people in the kitchen, like asking about like what they were eating. So like, what did he see? What did he okay. feel? Okay. But like, if he's been researching this house for that long and then he's just not going to tell anybody what he saw. Right. Did he just stop? He's like, I'm not looking at this house again. I, who knows? I don't know. I, I couldn't find if he stopped or not. But I'm honestly assuming that he did stop. That's who, who knows? I don't know. But I'm like, that's so creepy. Huh. But, um, oh, also, like, just in general, like, even before, like, the house was, like, very well known as to be a haunted house, people would walk into the kitchen and be like, this room just has really, really bad energy. Like, before haunted was even a thing, like, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Even though it was, but, like, that's that's weird. But we're just all sitting here asking the question, why? Like, what what is up with this kitchen? Like, obviously, something had to have happened here. Yeah. Right? So, although we don't know, like, 100%, we think we do know. At least a possibility of an idea. So, in the middle of the kitchen, there sits an enormous cypress table. Okay. And this Cypress table was in the original house with the original Latimer family. And um, they actually, (laughs) I just feel like you're not even going to believe me. They built the kitchen around this table because it was so huge. Okay, (laughs) It's literally made from this huge tree, this huge Cypress tree. And so they're like, we're going to, we love this table so much. Like, let's make, let's build our kitchen around it because... There was no way for them to make doors big enough to get it in and out. So they were like, okay. unless we're chopping it up, this is our table forever. So, huh. um, That's really interesting. I feel like I've heard of that being done before. But oh, for like, sure. that is just. It's weird, though. It's super weird. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, even today, it's never been removed from the room because literally, as I said, you would have to cut it into many, many pieces to get it out because it's huge. Um, so. As we already know, tons of people died in this house. And especially like a couple hundred years ago, way back in the day, the funeral and burial processes for people were definitely not the same as we have today. So it was actually on the same table that every meal got prepared for and like ate on that any member of the family who died, their body would be placed on this table and prepared for burial. Um, what? Um, so that means that every single person who has died in that house, their dead body was laid on that table to get ready for their burial. Okay. Okay. See, that makes sense then. Why it's so haunted. Exactly. And I don't want to get too disgusting, but I mean, we need to have a little bit of, you know, visualization here. Um, Sometimes, you know, Amazon Prime was not really a thing back in the 1800s. So when they had to wait for caskets, we didn't have no two-day shipping. These bodies were kept on this table, sometimes from days to weeks. Oh, and God. And it was actually okay, though, because the temperature and of, like, I don't know how the temperature of the wood could be right. But apparently it was, like, <laughs> fine for back in the day. Like, they didn't smell that bad. But they okay. did decompose on that table. So, okay, a little bit. So it's um very unsanitary if you think See, about it. See, 
And is this like the table they eat at too? So I'm just like. Yes. Yes, it is I the table can't. they eat at. <sighs> so, um, yeah. Also, lastly, um, it's also said, <laughs> moving on from the bodies on the kitchen table. Right. Like, let's just go right past that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how, what even more I can say other than obviously this is why the kitchen is such a dark room. <laughs> like, right. It's like oh the very God. last place their bodies were before getting buried. Like, <laughs> It's not good. Like, they already died in this house. It's just not, it's not a good situation. (laughs) So, um, people have said that you can, like, almost always see children in the windows and playing outside the house. But they are not actual children, fams. They are ghosties. At least some of them. (laughs) Um, so, the museum today. You can take tours of it and see exactly how it looked as the Latimers lived there. And you can... Potentially even talk to a ghost or two, see a ghost or two, and you can also have your wedding there. We love a spooky wedding. I don't know why, because I think this house is very ugly. No hate (laughs) on the Latimers. Ugly? I thought, (laughs) what about the pretty um, fence? I don't think the fence is pretty at all. It looks like a haunted house. (laughs) Like Okay, but some people want a haunted house vibe for the wedding, right? I mean, maybe, but it's also ugly and yellow. And it's like the colors outside is like yellow and green. Oh. It's well, ugly, okay? I'll, like, I'll have to see a picture. <laughs> yes, definitely go see our Instagram for the pictures. Um, but, yeah, that is the legend of the Latimer house. And I have to say this right now, that we will be going there and we will make a vlog out of it. So, Yeah, no, we have to go. We have to. That, I can't believe I've never known that this was there. Me either. Like, how is it possible? I've never heard of this. I've definitely seen it, though. Seeing pictures of it, I was like, okay, I definitely have, I've driven by it. A couple okay. times, so. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just not goats. over the table. Like, oh my god. Like, why did they think that was sanitary? I, I know it they was probably... different back then, but even then, I would be like, can't like it's wood. Doesn't the like you're not even supposed to cut raw chicken on a wood cutting board. <laughs> like all. I'm Maybe thinking... they just weren't thinking about it. Like, like obviously they, they weren't thinking about it. Together. <laughs> they were like, we don't care. Like, what is sanit- sanitary? Like, not us. Never heard of her. And they definitely didn't have, like, any sealer on their, on the wood, did definitely they? Definitely not. Oh, God. It's just so gross. It actually really sickens me. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. No. But. Well, do you have a picture of the table? I don't know, actually. You know what? I did not look up the table. I All did right, not look well, up the table. Maybe we'll have a picture of the table. Yeah. I mean, if we don't have the picture of the table on Instagram now, we will when we go to the house. So. Yes, definitely exciting but um yeah definitely rate and review us on apple podcast and spotify check out Mm -hmm. the instagram um yeah but other than that i really don't have anything else i'm pretty deeply disturbed by this episode honestly oh i know (laughs) i'm gonna i think i'm gonna put up like a question on instagram so go check that out but um answer it i yeah i don't know i'll we'll have to see like if anybody would ever play that game. I want to know. I really want to know. Like, like, who would play the game? And then also um, about this house. Right. I don't know. So we'll, we'll come up with something about yeah. this house, too. We'll but. have the questions. Don't you worry about it. But, well, I guess that is all I have for us this week. Um, yeah. And Juju and Poe say au revoir. And I say, see you next week. All right, cue the music.